ڈسکس دس سو فرسٹ آف آل آپ بتائیں تھوڑا اس بارے میں concept like you know everything has an age right so <clears throat> and after that things expire and it it um, it uh, it dissolves you know just like um if you put the rock in a certain place for several years and after after that if you go back check the rock is gonna turn into salt it's not gonna remain um rock you know it's the same thing and uh, there are several hadith regards to this topic which points the age of this ummah will be uh, 1500 years and what that means is it does not mean the hour would come after 1500 years like because we are at the 14 um what's the is uh, year is it that's uh, um 1443 hijri calendar year right mm-hmm. so that means if we believe that there the age of this umma is 1500 years so and we are at the 1443 history calendar so that means there are only 57 years remaining so what these ahadis points to is not to the judgment day but it it points to um uh, the the domination of islam like where <clears throat> Most of them say, like, you know, Allah has oh, shown me the entire earth, the east of the east and the west of the west. And uh, the reign of my ummah uh, will reach all of it, you know, as far as I've seen. So meaning before um, the 1500 years pass, the uh, the rule of Islam will, uh, will be uh, all over the world. Because most of them, like like for example the other ambiya uh, like you know the uh, the nuwal islam the ibrahim islam and many other ambiya they came like for um a certain group of people you know they came specifically to do the dawa to call the people to come to um, allah and stop like you know committing shirk and polytheism and other um, corrupt practices that they were involved in but muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam did not came just for the arabs you know or the people of um, the present day saudi arabia or yemen muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam came for the all of mankind he is the khatim al anbiya the the last of the prophet and uh, so his, his mission is for the entire mankind and his mission is not just like that people become muslim but his mission is that the the authority the the rule of allah azawajal uh will be put in place you know like and so a, a man can remain a, a christian or a jew or a hindu or a buddhist whatever but he will have to submit to islam as a as an authority meaning he he can pay a jizya he can pay a, a like a protective tax if he is capable like you know if he's not capable if he's like poor he don't have to pay but the uh, the islamic uh, 
Khilafah will take care of him, but um, if he is capable, then he will have to pay a protective tax for which uh, the 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 Khilafa will be responsible for his safety and for his protection for of his uh, well-being, you know, and for his family as well. And he will be allowed to uh, exempt uh, from uh, military services if he um, choose to. But if he choose to serve in the um, uh, Muslim military, then there are different rules for that. But that's uh, another topic. Anyway, another topic. Yep. Yeah. So. The point is the the reign of Islam will reach all of the world before 1500 years to pass by. So, but the thing is like we, when we talk about this, like a lot of Muslims, especially the, our Salafi brothers, they have kind of like an allergy to these kind of ahadis. And the thing, I mean, in general, the this topic is not discussed much. And it's uh, there's a version among the um, the Islamic uh, what you call a clergy class, you know the uh, the ulama. Like I mean, when I say ulama, the 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 riwayati ulama, the traditional ulama. No, I'm not talking about the fundamentalist ulama, the the one who will look at Islam as a social party economic system and then struggle to uh, establish it. I'm talking about the traditional ulama, the ulama whose entire focus is on fiqh. What Imam Abu Hanifa said, what Imam Shafi said, what Imam uh, Maliki said, what Imam Ibn Hanbal said. So their entire focus is on these. It is not on Quran or Hadith. It's just on fiqh. You know, fiqh are just the opinions of the scholars. So these type of ulama, they tend to uh, have like a kind of like allergy and kind of like a, a strong dislike, you know, to even discuss the uh, this issue. So you will find the, the ulama who discuss, you know, the the lifespan of Islam, you will find they tend to come from like non-traditional class for the most part. Like for example, Dr. Sar Ahmad of Pakistan. <laughs> and um, I think uh, to my knowledge, Sheikh Safar al-Hawali, he's, he's a traditional, but at the same time, he's not traditional. Uh, 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 from Saudi Arabia and um, um, uh, Shakeb Arsalan, I think he's from Egypt. He also discussed this. Um, I think uh, his book is called uh, uh, Hazal Umru Hazal Ummah. What is the age of this Ummah? You know, uh, I think that that's that's the name of the book. So we we're gonna go over um, the, some of the hadiths, like you know, um, to uh, to get. Um, and understand yeah to, to get an understanding of where we are and where we headed and what to expect in coming years especially like you know given like what's going on around the world these ahadith shed a, a light and give us a, um, a hope and also uh, an insight as to what to expect in coming um, you know, days uh, months and years so the first uh, hadith um, I'm going to quote is, uh, is mentioned in Al Bayan Tafsir of Surah Al Al Asr. Uh, this hadith says, like Muhammad said, when my community keeps on the right, it is going to enjoy an age of one day. And uh, when it does not keep on the right, it will have an age of half a day. So, as we know, the day in, um, in the uh, in the world of heaven, or in the uh, in in uh, in the terms of Allah, it's it counts as a day for a thousand years. 
the one day is equals to a thousand years. And when the, the next part of the hadith where it says like, and when it does not keep, when, when the ummah does not keep on the right path, it will have an age of half a day, meaning another 500 years. One day, thousand years, and half a day, 500 years. So 1500, uh, we can draw from this um, 1500 years. But then we, um, I mean, this is like, you know, just our conclusion from the one hadith, but then let's discuss some more. So okay. to, to prove that that is the case, we are not just like, you know, making an assumption or calculation based on just one hadith, right? Okay. So the next hadith is in um, uh, mentioned in Al-Manawi. He cited in uh, Fard Al-Qadir from Sheikh uh, Murhi Al-Din Ibn Al-Arabi. He mentioned um, in another version, the Prophet said, if my community keeps on the right, it is going to enjoy an age of one day. And if it becomes corrupt, it will have an age of half a day. So the scholar said regarding these are hadith, uh, thus the Islamic community uh, of the right way, meaning the, uh, the Muslims who are on the right path would flourish for 1000 years. And, and then the community, the Muslim community will be in decline for another 500 years. So for the first millennium, the Islamic civilization, the Muslims were favored by Allah with an advancement unparalleled before or after. Muslims were at the forefront of not only religious development, but also were on the world's leading researchers, physicians, chemists, astronomers, botanists, philosophers, and architects. Muslims were the shining lights that, that uh, illuminated Europe and touched off the Renaissance. So after its first millennium, a gradual yet definite decline began within the Ummah, which has continued until uh, our present time. As the Muslims have wandered away from the way of the Prophet and Allah's heavenly message of Islam, the divine blessings and support have similarly diminished. Miraculously, the Prophet predicted that this process would take 1,000 years and it came to pass. The second prediction in this hadith is that the Ummah will continue further for five, another 500 more years in decline. Thus, according to this understanding of this hadith, Allah has granted the Ummah a lifespan of 1,500 years and Allah knows best. So I may sound like I'm like, you know, kind of like a reading from the script. So that's true. I'm reading from the script because this is like a, a an interesting topic and I don't want to um, kind of um, uh, say something from the memory. So like, you know, if I do that, then th there will be like a chance of making an error and I don't want to do that, especially on a, such a sensitive Important topic. topic. Yeah, so I'm just gonna like read a few more um, paragraphs, so bear with me. <laughs> so if I sound dry, so I apologize in advance. So, so the next is uh, this prediction of a 1500 year um, lifespan is also in keeping with the recent appearance of the signs of the last days. These signs have not appeared in their totality until lately. Even a cursory examination of these signs shows their present day fulfillment as um, um, as foretold by Prophet Muhammad over 1400 years ago. The thousandth year of the Islamic history calendar was marked by the rule of Ottoman Sultan Murad III, uh, whose reign um, uh, is from uh, 1574 to uh, 1595. 
mean, he was born in uh, 1546 and died in um, 1595. Um, his son and successor, uh, I mean, he was the son and successor of Salim II. He was dominated by his family, and although his generals were successful against Persia, his reign marked the beginning of the decay of the Ottoman Empire uh, and the Islamic Caliphate as a whole. The life of my community will not exceed 1500 years. As Suyuti al Kashab and Mujawazat, Hazihil Ummah al Alf, As Suyuti al Hawi, Havi Lil Fatawi. Page, uh, I mean, the two uh, of 248. Tafsir Ruhul Bayan, Burus Savi, page four of 262. Ahmed ibn Hanbal Kitab al Ilal, page 89. The life of this community will exceed 1,000 years, yet be limited to 1,500 years. Al Barzanji, Al Isra, Li Ashrat Al Sar, page 299. That's the reference uh, of the book. Uh, the Al Barzanji Al Ishara Li Ashrat Al Sar. When the Muslims reached the uh, thousandth year, they thought they were nearing the end because of these hadiths, which indicated we will have half the time the Jewish nation had. But Imam As Suyuti, the Mujaddid of the ninth Islamic century, the concept is based on the following prophetic tradition. I mean, hadith. Allah shall raise for this ummah at the head of every century a man who shall renew or revive for it its religion. Hadith um, um, recording of Abu Dawood was alive during these times. He wrote a fatwa, legal ruling, in which he said it was supposed to be thousand years, but there's a dua of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, which he supplicates. Um, <clears throat> Uh, Allah to give his ummah another half a day and the companions asked the prophet how long is half a day and he answered 500 years so the imam said the life of this ummah is 1500 years imam as-suyuti mentions in his book risala al-kashaf uh, in mujawazat uh, hazihil ummah al-alf our treatise on revealing of the proceeding of this nation beyond the thousand page on, on page 206 about the advent of the Mahdi that from what the narrations reveal is that the age of this ummah extends beyond a thousand but it does not exceed in increase another 500 in actuality beyond this thousand. The Prophet Muhammad said Allah will not fail to detain this community for less than half a day meaning 500 years and this is recorded in Abu Dawood. The Prophet Muhammad said I hope my community will not fail to maintain their position in the sight of their Lord if he delays them half a day. Sarad was asked, how long is half a day or Rasulullah? He said, it is 500 years. Hadith um, uh, recorded in Abu Dawood. Meaning delayed beyond a thousand years, Allah will not keep the Muslim Ummah on earth more than another 500 years. I should mention this, isn't the time for the day of judgment this is simply the lifespan of this ummah. The day of judgment will not come as long as there is a single person on earth saying Allah, Allah, irrespective of whether Iman is present in their hearts, they would simply be imitating what they heard from their fathers without knowing its meaning. The Prophet of Allah is reported to have said, in between the hands of the hour, Qiyamah, there will come out a breeze 
or wind, and it will take away the spirit of every believer. Uh, the hadith required by uh, Imam Ahmad, Muslim, Tirmidhi, and Ibn Majah. So this is uh, Mutawata. And in another narration, he saw and said, Verily Allah Taala will send a wind from Yemen that will be more softer than silk. And it will not leave a person with even a single seed of Iman, but will take his soul away. Uh, the hadith are reported by Al-Hakim. The Prophet uh, said, the hour will not rise before Allah. Allah is no longer said, uh, said on earth. And through another chain, the hour will not rise on, on anyone saying Allah, Allah, Muslim narrated both in his Sahih Book of Iman, chapter 66, entitled Zahab uh, al-Iman, Akhir al-Zaman, the disappearance of belief at the end of time. There won't be any people with Iman at the, at the time. The hour will only come upon the worst of the people. And the hadith is declared sahih by Al-Hakim and agreed to by Al-Zahabi. Anas bin Malik reported the messenger of Allah said, if the resurrection upon one of you while he has in his hand a sapling, then let him plant it. Um, the hadith is uh, in Muslim Ahmad. And um, Sahih, uh, according to Allah Hatami. So, so based on these hadith, what we can learn is um, in in coming um, days and years, and uh, we can um, what we uh, should expect is first um, the the emergence of Imam Mahdi. And uh, through him, uh, under his leadership, there will be like um, a series of al-Malahim, which have already started after 9-11. And uh, like uh, the, the Malahim are like a series of protracted battles, which will start out Muslim as being very, very, very weak, but it will end up Muslim dominating the world. So the, the series of like, you know, and it is mentioned like one of, um, uh, in the Arab uh, newspaper, it was reported when uh, the first Gulf War started, uh, Saddam Hussein uh, said, uh, I think in the uh, in early 90s, that uh, this is Ummul Malahim, meaning this is the mother of all battles, meaning from this, uh, many more battles will emerge. And I could not find the reference, but if any, any of our listeners uh, happen to be aware of uh, the citation, please... Uh, you know, um, comment in uh, in the section, or uh, you can um, uh, you know, uh, post a link or something like you know. Uh, we'll greatly appreciate that. So, so that that was the start of the the malahim, and uh, we see like you know, back then Muslims were like very weak, and it uh, we see like um, Muslims gradually like you know gaining strength, but. Then when the Imam Mahdi would emerge, then uh, a major battle, the Malahama, um, uh, what the, the Hadith called, Mahus uh, Asam said, like, you know, the Al-Malahama is between the Muslims and the Romans, meaning the Caucasian people. Uh, so there are differences of opinion. Some say, like, it's referring to uh, Eastern Europe and Russia, and some say it's uh, it's uh, West, the, the Western Europe, and United, the, its extension, United States, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. But Allah knows more. You know, there there will be a, a a bloodiest battle in the entire history of mankind, and uh, there will be so much death and destruction that after the battle is over, the hadith says, ninety nine out of every one hundred people will be Muslims will be killed. 
And in another narration, I said that there will be so much, so many dead that a bird would to fly over their flanks. He would fall down dead before uh, he could reach the end of uh, the dead bodies. So that many people will will die in their battle. And in another narration, Muhammad Sassam said, um, that when the victory come, there will be no joy. And so the Sahaba whom asked like, why would be is such uh, Rasulullah. So Rasulullah said, like, what would be the joy when so many people have been killed? So, and we see, you know, like, uh, that's what happened. And in Afghanistan, like, you know, when the victory come, there was like a lot of, you know, death and destruction happened already, you know? And so that was like, the small one, but then we can anticipate like what's going to happen when the Malhama would start. So what we can anticipate is after the Malhama, there is um, um, the, the Jal, the emergence of the Jal in the physical form. And after the Jal, um, the uh, descension of uh, uh, Isa alayhi salam. And then after Isa alayhi salam come, then the Yajuj and Majuj. And then after that, um, there are other signs where um, the sun would rise from, um, uh, it's a counterclockwise, right? The sun rise from the, from the west, right? Sadadis, I think. Um, so, yeah, so those are the events that will happen in, um, in these next 57 years, if we, uh, based on these... Uh, uh,